Yo, 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 what's up everybody? How you doing? What's cracking? Yeah, welcome to the show. This is the smoking section brought to you by your host, Big Corpse. Um, yeah, man, we out here. I'm really excited. Um, this, this podcast was one of those ones where it's like going back and listening to it. There was so much information dropped and so much insight on a particular thing. Like, I I love it when people know a lot of things. And then I also know when there's people who know a lot of things about one thing. Mmm, that's a brain twist. Yeah. So, uh, today's show, right, um, is, is a doozy. So please be ready to sit down and listen. But first and foremost, before we get into that, I want to say I hope everyone's doing okay during the global pandemic. Um, I hope you're safe and healthy and I hope everyone is, um, you know, I hope that everyone is still taking their their necessary precautions. Um, second, if you guys can, please go check out corpsecollection.com. That's K-O-R-P-S-X collection.com. Um, you know, grab a couple things. Um, I'm a listener supported podcast and that's the biggest form of support I feel like that you guys can do for me besides just, you know, clicking a share or retweet or, you know, even just the like button, leaving a comment, a review, you know, whatever, some stars, whatever. Um, that's all that you guys, I need from you guys. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be on a platform where you guys have to pay every single month just to be able to hear this. Yeah. Um, but if you guys do want to support, those are the things that you guys can do. Um, yeah, show a little bit of love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to this podcast, man, this episode is crazy. Like crazy. Um, I first saw these guys um, on World of Dance. And then I, I shared their footage. And then a couple people commented on it and stuff. And then um, one of my friends tagged him this young man on the post and he's actually the founder of the group so i was like yo crazy so he is the founder of indigenous enterprise which is a dance team composed of american indian native american dancers doing some of our traditional powwow dances um he is born and raised in arizona Um, and is originally from the Navajo Nation. Um, He's traveled with Indigenous Enterprise um, to London, Australia, and Canada. Um, In some of these places, he was even saying, like, it was their first time ever seeing a Native American in the flesh. Um, Besides just dancing as well, he is also an Arizona State graduate of 2018 um, in film. So this young man is a very, very creative and thoughtful, insightful, and very proud young man. Um, yeah, dude, what, I can't say much more. Like he, he is just, he's really dope. And it was a really dope conversation. I bring to you guys today, Kenneth Shirley of Indigenous Enterprise. Yo, yo, Kenneth, how are you, man? Good, bro. Hey, you can hear me loud and clear? I can hear you perfectly. For sure, brother. Well, hey, man, listen, dude. First and foremost, I want to say thank you for coming on to the show and like just taking a moment to kind of, you know, tell your story and stuff and let me pick your brain, man. Definitely, bro. Are, are you from L.A.? Um, no, I'm from Oxnard. 
uh, Oxnard, California is where I've uh, lived most of my life. Oh, okay. This whole time, I don't know why I thought you were in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why I thought Arizona was in a different time zone than us, but uh, yeah, man, you see, you see my brain be everywhere. But, um, yeah. man, dude, thank you. Thank you for real, for real, for coming on. Cause, um, it's just, you know, after I seen your guys' work, I was like, yo, like, I think my sister, I think it was my sister who sent it to me first, but then a couple people sent it to me. It was like, yo, look at, look at what I saw on TV or yo, yo, look who was on what. And I was like, yo, that's really, I was like, that was really, really dope. So, yeah, man. Um, Appreciate that. Appreciate you. Yeah. So, what, like, you know, so, okay, so for people who don't know, you know what I mean? It's like you're a part of, Indi- or you're the founder of Indigenous Enterprise, correct? hmm And you guys, like, what was it that you got you guys onto World of Dance? Um, I got invited to go out to London, England, and uh, I'm really good friends with uh, Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. And uh, oh, he, has, okay. he, he has a television show, but he has, like, this little Instagram show. He does what it's like called like rhythm of the beat or something like that, where he just like highlights different dance groups from all over the world. And um, when I was in London, he wanted to film one with me, so we met up at his like his hotel, his bougie ass hotel, staying like from like the Ritz Carlton or some real some bougie. And then we <laughs> we filmed like me um, kind of interviewing me and asking me about uh, like their dancing and stuff like that, and then had me like a uh, showcase native style and um, we filmed it like at uh, Hyde Park and then uh, after that it got uploaded it got viewed by a lot of people and here one of them was like a casting agent for World of Dance mm. and uh, she, she messaged me on Instagram and was like hey I like saw what Taboo put up we love it would you be interested in coming to audition and uh, we're like I talked to her with my team we're like yeah let's go do it so we I went out to California in September 2019 and we had to audition and like killed it. And uh, Derek from uh, World of Dance was there too. Mm. He, he was there in person and uh, saw us do our thing. We lo- They loved it. And then they were like, all right. And then we got a call back like a week later, like saying, yo, you guys are officially going to be on the show. We're like, all right, lit. That's crazy, man. Because I mean, I've danced that World of Dances um, before they were the show. You know what I mean? So yeah. even seeing the direction it took with the show and, you know, being able to see you guys up there was crazy. I was like, yo, these are like, yo, these are my peeps. Like, what the, like, what the heck? Like, this is, this is tight. But, you know, I wish, I mean, I just wish they would have given, I, I don't know. I feel like there was just so a lack of education on cultural dances that people don't, don't appreciate you know the stuff that you guys were putting out because you guys had a, a chicken dancer a fancy dancer uh a hoop dancer and then grass dancer yes you had a grass dancer yeah oh because that's that was the style i used to do so i was like yo that's actually i was like that's like some of like the dopest styles like to watch to me like you know what i mean like to me i think those are like all the dopest styles right there yeah, we wanted to come out there because uh, I could have easily got together a team of like four fancy dancers or four hoop dancers or four grass dancers, et cetera. But we were like, man, it would be better if we just like get different styles and put them all together and we can make a routine that highlights every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And that way and that way, we'll hit World of Dance with like 
four different categories and we won't be boxed into just being able to do fancy dancer moves or hoop dance moves or grass dance moves or chicken dance moves, blah, blah. And, and so everybody that was on the show, is that your squad or do you guys have, have more people or, or, or how, like how big is it exactly? Yeah, we have a lot more people. There's probably like a total of like 10 of us, but for the world of dance though, it was like a real, like, we were putting in hard work. So we were meeting up and practicing like, like almost every day. And like, um, we have people from like Canada that help us out too in uh, different, different regions, but we were like the only ones that were able to kind of like, you know, put in work and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Cause uh, even like right now I got some of my dance buddies with me. And so we know that whole thing of like, you know, you get, you might only go out there with five, six of us. Cause we're the only ones been together practicing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We've been the ones out here doing it, putting in the work and you're going to be the one to display the product at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was like cool for everybody to that wanted to jump on board, but like it was like one of those things where if you're not gonna like link up and practice and put in the work with us, then you can't be on the show with us. Yeah, and and it's dope too. Even when you were telling me about how, you know, that that you've traveled to London, Australia, and Canada with you know Indigenous Enterprise, so that's like. That's really that's really dope to be able to go internationally doing what you guys you know doing what you guys do dancing and shit. Yeah, dude, I, I kind of had I already knew it was gonna be like this because like um, I've seen it done before, man. There's like a bunch of other people that I would see pictures of them on Facebook, like oh look at me, I'm in Italy, or oh we're in Paris right now, getting ready to showcase some culture. But I, it was always kind of like um, I don't know, there's like a like a tight knit group of friends and stuff like that, and. Like I would always see them going overseas, but they would never invite me. You know what I mean? Like they would, they would get these opportunities to go overseas to Europe, and they would just like um, invite, like kind of like a, you need to know the people to get in with that type of circle to go overseas. Mm-hmm. So I would see them going over all the time, and so I, me and my friends were like, man, they're never probably ever gonna invite us to go overseas, so we should just do our own thing. And then we got it up to that point. Now we're just, we got opportunities and stuff, but like you know, what I mean, we didn't like we didn't kiss ass or we didn't like uh, try to like you know politic or do anything to like get us in these positions. We just let the dancing speak for itself. And yeah, the good old fashioned way. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that, bro. Um, and so you know, so you know, being Native American myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that what those dances mean, you know, I understand the importance of, of maintaining our culture. And even though, you know, cause you are Navajo, right. And so yeah. even, and this was something that maybe I could kind of see how you feel about it. You know what I mean? But I just feel like when I see those dances, it makes me understand like, yo, okay, that's a certain aspect of our culture. And then each tribe has its own culture. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, certain places have certain traditions. Like you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's like a a big uh, portion of uh, kind of keeping our culture close to home. Because uh, I like grew up in the city, so mm. there would be times where I would like, you know, feel like a little not discouraged, but you know, sometimes you'd be the only Native American in your whole classroom, and 
you know, nobody really knows what the reservation life is like or stuff like that. But every time, like, I would go to a powwow and I'd be dancing, it would, uh, it would, I'd be around my um, my culture and stuff. It would, it would make me feel like, okay, like, I'm, I'm happy that we still have this and we're still able to practice these, these uh, dances because it's like, you know, keeping it alive is way more important than, than it going away because it's like kind of like our, our history is being erased. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I think it started, like, and that's why I think it's so, it's, hold on, how do I want to get this out? I think it's so important that we keep the dances alive, you know, because we already lost, you know, there's so many tribes, as you probably know, but there's so many tribes that have already lost their languages. You know what I mean? Yes. They were, they were yeah. stopped speaking their language. They were forced, you know, to learn this foreign language. And so if they take the dances away, then it's like, now what? Like, now what do we got left? Of, of who we really are. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And, and a lot of tribes and stuff like, um, like I, w- I, w- I introduced this little kid uh, who's part of the Saquon tribe to their power circle. And uh, I had some of his elders came up to my mom. We were like, thank you. Thank you so much. We're kind of getting um, our, our grandson into the culture because they're talking about how, a lot of kids are not really into practicing their culture and kind of learning their own indigenous roots. And they're kind of starting to get worried because they're losing that aspect of life. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's a way of life too, that really, you know, and it's, it's dope, man. Cause I know, I know talking with you, I know you understand, especially being out there on the stage and representing the way that y'all did. I know you understand yeah. this, the importance of it. You know what I mean? Because I feel like, as our history goes on, people like you and all the other groups out there who are really pushing the culture, like it's going to be, it's going to be so valuable for the, for the young people, you know, I mean, the kids and stuff. Absolutely, man. I know, I don't know. Um, there's probably like a lot of kids that were watching that whole world of dance thing, and just for them to just see us included is going to do a lot for them to be like, yo, like look at look at these look at these guys, blah blah blah. Yo. I gonna yeah, yeah it'll like kind of like uplift them too. Uh, bro, I was I was probably like sixteen, and I did a, um, I did a march in North Carolina where I was living. I did this march for the governor, and we were dancing right, and they saw us on the news, like a little clip. So I know how stoked I was seeing that on TV. So I can only imagine all the young people, sixteen and like fifteen years old, watching you guys dance. Like I, dude, I'm telling you, man, when I saw you guys' performance. I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, this is, this is, like, like, this is, this is amazing. Like, this is really awesome. So, with Indigenous Enterprise, bro, like, what, what would you say is, like, your guys' goal? Like, what is your, what is y'all's, y'all's mission? Uh, we just want to be able to bring a positive exposure to Native American culture. Because, like, oftentimes when I would go to Europe or different parts of Australia, they would, they don't even like seen a Native American before. Like, you know, like that was like the first time they'd ever talked to a Native American. That's the first time they've ever seen a Native American in their whole entire life. Like some of these like um, non, these other uh, ethnicities and stuff. So our goal is just to be able to bring a positive, like, you know, representation of what a Native American looks like. So when we're on the microphone, 
and we're speaking uh, very, very like eloquently. And uh, we're talking about how we all have like bachelor's degrees and uh, showcasing that our culture. And we're like, you know, young, all under the age of 30. And we're, and we're, we're trying to like provide a good representation. It does a lot because all, as you probably know, a lot of people have been kind of fed like these weird stigmas of Native Americans through like yeah. Pocahontas or like these John Wayne cowboy movies and, you know, even like Johnny Depp as Tonto and these like unrealistic, um, you know, depictions of us. And uh, some people really think that like that's how we are in real life. And it's like the most furthest thing from the truth. So that's what we try to do is just be able to provide them a different representation that one that they'll carry on for the rest of their life. And like always have that positive indigenous image in their mind. Man, that's that's so crazy because you know, places like there's some places in New Zealand, Australia, you know, even Hawaii, like these people have never been off the island. You know what I mean? They've never been off the mainland. So it's like to see an American for them is a like that's like, oh my god, you're an American. But then it's like, Whoa, you're a Native American? Like, whoa, you you're doubling down on me, man. Like, whoa, like you're super, like you're super, a super rare find. So, yeah. So I feel like they have these stigmas of Native Americans. Like, yeah, like we're like this Pocahontas talk to the trees and squirrels type of mindset. It's like, dude, no, that's the farthest thing from the truth. Like, yeah, do we have, yeah, we have a relationship with nature and we have a relationship with certain ways of life. Yes. Yes, we do. But we're not Disneyed out, bro. Like, stop it. Like, and I feel like it's really important when people like you come around and you show them real, authentic, like this is how a young, successful Native American speaks. This is how he thinks. And this is how we behave. Because, like, I've like I've looked over some of your posts and some of the stuff, like, even in the comments, it's like, you speak, you speak very, like, like, there's, like, there's logic there. It's not just, like, some mumbling. Like, like there's some logic behind what you're saying, man. Yeah, definitely, man. I think it goes a long way of just, like, because I know in today's age, uh, it's just kind of, like, we often don't get included. And, you know, I I think about how, um, like, for example, African-Americans, whenever there's, like, an issue, like, with the George George Floyd protest, for example, there's millions and millions and millions of African-Americans in this country and even African people all around the world that can voice their opinions and make change and be able to get like senators and congressmen to react. However, Native Americans were like 0.1% on the earth. Like we're like one of the lowest ethnicities in the United States. And on the earth, we're like probably the smallest ethnicity ever. So when we try to voice opinions about missing murdered indigenous women or we try to voice opinions about how life in the reservation is hard there's there's so little of us and the numbers are not big where we literally can't even make an, a noise like we can't even make like an impact because nobody cares because there's not enough of us as opposed to like african americans when something happens millions and millions and millions of them like are outraged and will voice their opinions and it causes people mm-hmm. to react. But that doesn't happen with our issues because there's like too little of us. Yeah, um, that was one thing that I did see uh, like back home in North Carolina. They were 
they had a Black Lives Matter protest through my city, which is pretty much my tribe is, is state recognized, right? And so that land has been recognized as their land. And it's just not under the federal protection. Like, you know what I mean? Like as if, a fe- if, as if they were federally recognized. So it's, a, it's like an Indian town for sure. It's a Native American town. And so this movement, you know, when you had this protest, there was this weird thing of like, you know, Indian pushback where it was like, hey, like, what about our people? You know what I mean? Like, what about what about us? You know, and so it was like, you know, that's where I had to try to kind of diffuse some people and be like, hey, man, you got to understand, like, they have millions of voices in comparison to ours. Like, we in our battle with America has been much longer fought than theirs has like we've been dealing with these people for a long time like western western native americans were dealing with the spaniards before they ever ever saw an englishman you know like even the florida natives you know they they saw spaniards long before they saw the englishman so it's like you know it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing because we do we i think we have the most like missing women isn't that isn't that what the statistic is like most missing indian women amongst any other ethnic group even though we're like one point like point one percent of the population or something yeah 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 it's a crazy statistic and i and i come from a family of sisters so it's like fuck that's it's kind of kind of raw man (laughs) like it kind of sucks definitely man so i think like uh just us like being uh, able to limelight will kind of like like kind of make people not forget about us because that's oftentimes what happens is that you know every other ethnicity will get count and then they'll forget like oh what about the Native Americans? Yeah, yeah, we it's I don't know, and I just don't know what we do to fix it other than to continue to you know, support groups like, like yourselves, like, you know what I mean? And my dad, my dad did a lot of work amongst Indian country. And so it's like, I, all I can do is try to continue to maintain those relationships and keep, you know, keep natives at the forefront for myself. You know what I mean? Like, of course I support all everybody. I support everybody, you know what I mean? But I need to make sure that I take care of my community too, you know? Uh, Yeah, definitely, man. I know. I know. I I think that uh, maybe in the future, some people in the legislation and the people that are running the country will not be in office anymore, and hopefully that brings some change. But until that happens, I think. Uh, I, I think maybe we should like take. A, <laughs> I think maybe we should take a break from presidents for a little while. You know, let natives do their thing. We just kind of. You know, if you're Native American, we can kind of take care of ourselves for a little while, not worry about it. The American government is all upside down right now. And they always, especially for Natives, they always make us a bunch of promises for federal recognition or, you know, certain certain grants and rights or whatever, and it never happens. It just, it just doesn't. Definitely, man. Um, it's kind of one of those things where you really don't know how to solve the issue, but the important yeah. part of is acknowledging there is an issue. Yeah, I'm yeah, that's the, the first step. That's the first step in uh, in recovery programs, man. You got to admit that there is a problem, you know. So 
once everyone admits that there's a problem, like, hey, you know, these people are suffering over here too, you know, then, then things begin to change. Um, hey, so for, for Definitely. all Definitely. the guests, I always try to get them to, you know, for the audience just to drop a little, you know, like a little gem or like your finishing quote for, for our episode. Um, but before you do that, I do want to say thank you again, Kenneth, for coming on the show, man, and, and chatting with me for a little bit. I hope we can chat some more again in the future. Absolutely, yeah. It was, it was definitely, let me know if uh, you want to bring some more guests on and to be able to kind of talk. Yeah, about, dude, or even, like, you know, even any of your messages. homies from, from Zona, you know, the rest of Indigenous Enterprise, whoever, man, we can we can all link up and plug in and 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 have a chat bro because i mean like it's pretty much just a phone call like you you see how this platform goes it's just a just a phone call yeah this is super chill and uh, i've done like some uh, zoom yeah, podcast see, and a couple of people have been like, telling me to do point. zoom and i'm just like fuck like i just don't want my face out there like that you know i i like to be behind the scenes type of guy um you know, like the podcast is fun. You know, the podcast is cool. I have to drink a drink a <laughs> yeah, beer that, if I want to, and no one ever sees. You know, <laughs> it's a mystery for everybody. Uh, <laughs> but if you, hey, if you can though, man, for for everybody listening to the smoking section, what's your what's Kenneth Shirley's gym for the show? Oh, dang! Probably uh, just take a take a breath. Remember where you're at. Do the best you can. Damn. Stay out hey, of the I, I did all that right now too. I took a deep breath. I was like, okay, where am I? All right, cool. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a fucking good one, bro. That's a good one. Bro. That's all you. That's, that's all you really can do in life, man. You know what I mean? All you can do is just take a breath. Kind of remember where you're at. Do the best you can. And stay out of the results. Because no matter what, man, you did your best. Like, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. If you, did, if you really, truly did your best, don't matter what. It don't matter if you Damn win or lose. right, man. Damn when right, I'm swinging. Man. Thank you, Kenneth, man. Thank you for coming on the show. I'll, I'll shoot you a text right now. All right, brother. Thank you. For sure.